0: Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin, the podcast. But I'm not
1: taking the Utah Jazz to win it all.
2: Let's just stop it. You're already going there. Let's just there. stop it. It's going to not- be that
1: kind of day, everybody. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented oh. by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us. On the Goodyear Hotline, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott. We're Bart and Hahn. Jay will back with us. I'm back. back. Up, back I made it.
0: Back on the Oregon Trail. Huh? I made. <laughs> 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 dysentery. I, I was in a
1: bad place yesterday. Dysentery. I, I was in a bad. Bart place had everybody yesterday. getting dysentery? Like he was going through the <laughs> list, and we're like, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, it's too early for this. Like, man, we down. Chris Candy like, joined a us canteen yesterday. Canteen of water. We had Greenie in left. here.
2: Like we're like, who wants to join us? Anybody? I'm just telling you guys. I, I took. I, we got our second COVID shot uh, two days ago. My wife is 38 weeks. So that was a hell of a ride. Right. But I woke up at twelve thirty in the morning, literally teeth chattering, Mm. chills for like two and a half hours, three hours. Like I woke up at eight thirty and I tried in, I saw Bart. You were going you were giving like your worst. Yeah, Your worst, something worst free agent picks of all time. Canty looked like a giant in my seat. I'm like, damn, I look that small in my seat compared to Canty. Why did they give him the small seat? Oh, that's my seat. <laughs> and and just, that was that was my day yesterday. But I'm back.
1: We're good. I feel good. Ready to go. Man, it's Let's great rock to see out. you. It's great to see you. You know what we did yesterday? A lot of conversation with the listeners. So we want to get that going right away. Eight 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 say ESPN. eight eight seven two nine-three seven seven six. Trade deadline day in Ooh. the NBA, yeah. the news, the rumors, everything that's going to happen today. If it happens, we will tell you immediately. And, of course, Woj will join us, as he has all week, to give us the latest on what's happening on the trade front.
2: But, Jay, last night— Can we get a big-time trade? Can, can something happen today? Something. Can it not be anticlimactic? Please, please. Well, it's, it's a weird year, too, for it, right? Because of the short season and everything
1: else. Still but, going. Still going, Bart. Keep the drum roll going. Yeah, still we're gonna going to just keep waiting for this. But let's get what, to sh- that's it? Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk is the Brooklyn Nets last night, they were going up against the best team in the league in the Utah Jazz. And what did they pull the load management on us? Kyrie's out for a bit now. KD's been out. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, before the game, Steve Nash tells us James Harden's not available either. Blake Griffin's not available either. Joe Harris played five minutes. Mm. Strategy. So that yeah, was, I mean. Exactly. Strategy. I mean, if I'm, if, I'm, if I'm Mike Breen, and I'm going all over to Salt Lake City. <laughs> I'm hot. Mike <laughs> Breen is hot. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm calling this game, and this is, like it's 10 o'clock at night on the East Coast. Everybody's, like, looking forward to this game. And then you find out that James Harden's not playing. None of the big three are playing. And yeah. they're down 20 in the first quarter. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's. I wait for the beginning of the game. And then I turn the game off. I'm like, oh, that game doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't and I matter. see the stats this morning. Like, oh, they hit 20 plus threes. I'm like, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I don't care. Nope. It, it, but look, Utah is a really good team. I'm not saying they're not. But can we? this is where I just want to expedite and get to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, it's fine. The body of work is incredible. Mm-hmm. Are they the real deal? Potentially. But until I see it in the playoffs – I don't know if I'm a believer of it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a believer. Seventeen two of it. at home.
1: Yes. Always a tough home team. Utah is. They always have been. That's historic for you know historically for them. That's what it is. But I, I had to laugh because like you know Donovan Mitchell's like you know we showed good fortitude in this game. It's like, like dude, what?
0: You beat a G League
1: team. <laughs> Nobody like, was on I, I, the like, court. It down a little yeah, bit. They,
0: they be flexing though too, and that's and that's usually what you do. Like you know they they're not going to know how what it looks like to go against you know, the big three and the matchups and all that type of stuff. So it's, it's false confidence and they better, they better keep it in perspective. I understand it. Listen, they just got a victory. It's not against the team that they're going to see, but listen, they're not going to see each other unless it's the championship anyway. Exactly. And what's the likelihood of that? I don't well, You just dismissed it. I did. I did. The Look on your face. Tells me it's zero. The I, likelihood is zero. I don't, I don't think they're ready for the prime time. Man. I, I listen, I understand, you know, that they're, they're the best team, but, you know, they, they're putting a lot of energy, I believe, into trying to get the best record. You know, when the good teams understand that it doesn't really matter because the matchups, it doesn't matter who they play. The Lakers aren't concerned where they're going to be seeded. I don't think Brooklyn's concerned where they're going to be seeded because I know they understand that the cream rises to the top and it's going to start rising to the top pretty soon. And we'll see. You know, we, we'll separate the men from the boys in the playoffs. And, you know, I understand that it's more important – for Utah to have that continuity and confidence, and look at their record and feel better about themselves because of what happened to them last year, say, "Hey, we're going to get, we're going to learn from that experience, we're going to get over the hump."
2: Well, they have been playing extremely well. Look, Jordan Clarkson was my Sixth Man of the Year thus far in midseason awards, right? Donovan yeah. Mitchell. We all heard that little spat he had mm-hmm. with Shaq, which was awkward, right? Yeah. But I think he's risen to the challenge. I mean, they have the pieces in place to be dangerous, but like you know, they couldn't have seen the Lakers in the Western Conference Semifinals to bring right. upon seedings. So yeah. like, there's and the question is, are the Lakers going to be healthy? What is going on with the Clippers? But, like, with all these other variables that are factoring in, yeah. I, I want to see where teams are towards the end of the season, who's healthy and who yeah. isn't.
0: Well, Jay Weezy, who needs to make a bigger splash or attempt at bringing in a star to get them over the hump? I always go back and take it back to, to my circle, right? And I always go back to the year when the Pistons brought in Rashid Wallace and when he was just that – finishing piece that put them over the top, that made them a championship contender who out there needs to make a move for a player that could
2: potentially put them over the hump that we're not
0: looking at as one of the favorites right now.
2: I really wish, I really wish that he would be open for it. But if the Denver nuggets found a way to use Michael Porter jr. And other assets to get Bradley bill, can you imagine that trio of Bradley bill, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic our new nickname that we've given him on our show, due to our producer, the Eggman, <laughs> the Jokic, the Eggman. Like that. If you were like to give Oak. him that star, yeah. along with Jamal Murray, I think that would that would put Denver in that top top tier. Right now, and
1: they they're sort of that team that they like again. They got smoked like right. last night. Like they're a team that's just that's weird how they can't have be my, been.
2: They're, they're fifth. In, in a, the Western Conference, but that's that. why I don't have Jokic as my MVP. And I right. understand that yeah. Vegas he, he, has him as the odds favorite. Mm-hmm. But I look at him like, no, you got to be top two, yeah. top three in your in in your conference. I can't I can't see that yet.
1: Yeah, and that, and that's exactly what it is we're showing it right now. The best odds to win M- NBA MVP now since the injuries to Embiid uh, and LeBron James. You have Jokic now as the favorite minus one ten. Then it's LeBron plus five fifty. Yeah. Embiid at six hundred. Giannis at six fifty. James Harden at 900. How is that possible? I got fatigue. Now that's the question I think also is that James Harden what he's done in his 30 games with the Nets, his, I, and I've said this and then everybody in, in Houston <laughs> got so upset about it. They got tight when I said this, but I'm not the only one that says it. James Harden in a Nets uniform is a far more entertaining player, yeah. a more watchable player, and a completely different player than what he was in Houston where he was more of the, the ISO player, where he did pass, of course, but it was off of what he was doing. A lot of the martial arts as well with him and trying to draw fouls and, and all the, the flopping that he did. <laughs> Steve Zagal. With, with, <laughs> with, with Brooklyn, a much different player, a facilitator, a guy yeah. that certainly even without the other two stars in the lineup, the Nets still won because of James Harden. So with that in mind, considering where they are in the standings as well, shouldn't he be more of in the conversation for MVP? So we had Greeny on yesterday, and he was telling us about how he was going to have Charles Barkley on his show, which he did. And, you know, Barkley doesn't come on a show and not say anything. He usually has something to say. And when you preface it with, I know I'm going to take a lot of heat for this, you know it's something pretty strong. So not only does he feel like James Harden should be an MVP candidate, he he took it a step further when he talked to Greeny. Listen.
2: I know I'm going to probably get criticized for saying this. This guy might be the best basketball player in the world. I mean, he might be the best player
0: in the world. I've always thought he was the best offensive player. He wasn't as great
2: as Michael and Kobe. But I said a few years ago, and people asked me, he's the best offensive player I've ever seen. Mm. But right now, no disrespect to LeBron or Giannis or anybody, James Harden might be the best basketball player in the world, period. Is he wrong? Is he right? Is it a crazy take? No, it's not crazy. And look, people are going to say, well, Jay, you're a Nets fan. Yeah, where were you listening to me like five years ago, Mm -hmm. six years ago? Like 10 years before that, I was dragging the Nets all the time. Always dragging the Nets. But this dude is different. Multiple 40-point triple doubles in his resume. The fact that no player has ever won MVP after being traded in the same year. And he is going to do that. He is the most innovative one-on-one player in the history of the game. That says a lot. Yes, when you're talking about guys like AI, guys like yeah. I mean, I, I've never seen the sidestep, yeah. the step yeah. back, he, he, the strength he created that he's created. Move. Yeah. He's built damn near like Bart yeah, man. on the basketball court, but has touch and can shoot from half court mm-hmm. and yeah. can get to the free throw line whenever Steph he Curry. wants.
1: He and Steph Curry are two guys that have changed the game. Would you say?
2: Yes, but here's what I will say about James Harden. Like, I feel like a lot of people try to emulate Steph Curry, even though Steph Curry's six three, six four, right? But that frame, it seems like it's more yeah. conducive to fans. You can't emulate. James Harden you don't you can't have the Strongly frame thing, yeah the strength he's 225 pounds yeah. man he can bull throws through you or he can dance around you like people don't have feet or the body size to play that way
1: right I, I, I'll i tell you what I, I can counter that and okay. I will I will do that and we'll do that coming up next we also oh. want to get your calls on this too is James Harden being overlooked as an MVP candidate should he be and is Charles Barkley crazy to think that right now he is the best player in the world. That is a, certainly a topic of conversation in the NBA right now. We love debating stuff like this. We want you to join that conversation. 888 say ESPN, 888 3776. So that's coming up next. KJZ, Alan Hahn, Bart Scott with Jay Will, ESPN Radio.
3: Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric e Bikes today, the number one selling e bike in America. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
1: So the Nets, none of their big three play last night. They get smoked in Utah, but no one seems to even care. It's not. It's just a regular season game. Put them in bubble wrap. We'll need to know about the Nets and their big three when we get to the postseason. That's when it's going to matter the most. Now, Jay, you said that James Harden is the most right, innovative Yep. Player. Innovative offensive player. Right, in the league right now. Yes. And and how he's impacted the game. And and I don't disagree. I also mentioned Steph Curry because the three point he has shot. changed the way Agreed. people shoot the three, including logo threes now, where you're seeing, you know, Trey Young, where you whether you're seeing Dame Daniel Dollar. Lillard and, and others who now will pull up from places on the court that nobody ever thought to do that before. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to Harden, you said that you can't you can do that. You can do what Steph's doing, but there's things that Harden does that you can't do. Well, but first when,
2: of all, I, I say you can do what Steph is doing. Not a lot of people can do what Steph is doing. Well, you can I, try. I, I mean, a, lot of, a lot of more people are going to try that. Yes. A lot right. of people can't master the okay. footwork and the size that James has.
1: All right. Well, all I wanted to say was, with James Harden, however, the way he changed the game, like you said, the step back or the step over. Yeah. But I used to think you're allowed dribble, two steps, (laughs) to the basket. I never knew it was dribble, two steps, in any direction. I never knew that before. He would do it, and we'd all go, that's a travel. And they'd say, technically? No, it's it's not not a travel. (laughs) And now everybody, when they set up a three,
0: dribble, two steps. Well, you saw quickly do it the other day. Push off. On the left. One, two, three. On the right. Yeah, that's
1: what we're doing now, though, in the game. And he has made
2: everybody do that, and anyone can do it. You set your feet, you shoot the three, and you create some space. So... He did change the game as well. But he's also – he's changed it too. I mean, I've never seen – I've seen step backs where literally – this is probably two inside basketball talk where I like say I'm going towards my left. I push off my right foot. Right. He does stuff like – He'll cross his right leg over his left, yeah, right, like over, like yeah. you're crossing your legs, yep. and then push off the right leg into a. St- I've never. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, man.
0: Yeah. What is yeah.
2: that? You yeah. well, <laughs> see, like,
0: is, yeah. is he giving me like Chris Brown footwork? Yeah. What's that move that he he was trying to put in? He was practicing a couple years ago. Oh, it like yeah. it was like a high step, like that. That one phased out, but yo, know, you can't yeah, it, never it was work. like the one-legged yeah. jumper, yeah. one-legged yeah. jumper on that.
1: That, yeah. that he tried in games and then it's it like a mixtape. Became, yeah, he it's tried a mixtape in real, but that's why he's he's enjoyable to watch, but he's enjoyable. To watch now as a net because not only is it singular stuff that he still does, but he's, his passing and his vision are just, are just absolutely insane. All right. It's trade deadline day. We want to get you involved in the conversation It say ESPN. We go to Toronto. T O the six Colin, what's happening?
4: What up T dot. How you doing boys? Thanks for taking my call. A long time listener. I caught the first show and I have been hooked ever since. Nice yeah. to see the guests on yesterday. Great job filling in Jay. Really happy for you and your wife. I hope everything works out and everybody stays safe. That's Thank the most you, important brother. thing. Thank you, man. I um, appreciate it. Big that. thing. Big Duke fan going back. Tough to see them not in the tournament yeah, this tough year. year for us. Um, but honestly, props. They'll be back. Don't worry. Jay, don't worry. With we'll Pump the brakes. Got a good recruiting class next year. Uh, I just wanted to say a couple things before I get off, and I'll listen to your comments. One, James Harden deserves to be the MVP. The only concern I have with James Harden, and I've had it since his days in Oklahoma and all the way through his transition. He's not a two-way player, and technically, when you look at the MVP candidates over the last decade, they're two-way players. And James Harden, you know, for all of his acriments that he is as far as an offensive player, and you guys have hit the nail on the head, he has changed the game as far as what he can do with the ball and how he does it, his size, his frame. Offensively, he is one of, and I agree with Charles Barkley, in the last decade, he is one of the most gifted offensive players we have ever seen. But on the defensive end... What, man, what about, Ste- what about Steph Curry? What Steph about Curry? Steve
0: Nash? Like they, they looked for them in the lineup. <laughs> you know they, they looked to get uh, Steph Curry in the a, in a pick and roll. Like, Steph Curry's not uh, anybody that's locking, locking anybody down. Neither was Steve Nash.
4: I, Bart, I agree with what you're saying, but they still played man-to-man. They played and guarded the ball. If you watch James Harden... I watched the entire Portland game the other night. And if you watch James Harden... On the defensive side of the ball, to be honest with you, he just doesn't look like he's interested. Right, he but does he, not look we, like. He's, yeah, we he, saw, we
0: saw him lock it down last year in the
4: playoffs. he got a lot better. He got a lot better. A lot I better.
1: think he picks and chooses spots. There's Agreed. no doubt. But Colin, you had, you had another point you wanted to make or a question?
4: I, I did. You know what? And I just want to, I just want to say I, again. And this is the, about the trade deadline. You know, Kyle Lowry has been in this city and Toronto for the last, you know, eight to ten years. I, I can't remember the exact trade deadline. If he leaves today. Um, a heartfelt thank you, Mr. Lowry. That man has put – I mean, Vince Carter started the movement. Kyle Lowry has finished it. God bless that man. He has been everything to this city. He has made and put Toronto on the map as far as a basketball nation. I, I cannot say enough about that man. He plays with heart. And you know what? For, for a, a team and a country say that was me. new to the game, not myself, again, I've been, I've been a fan – from the get-go, back in the days of Johnny Dawkins is when I started watching Duke. You know, For Kyle Lowry to come in and show what the game means and play with that heart, if he's done, God bless that man. God bless that man, and thank you for the years you've been here. Respect, Colin. Thanks, Colin. Colin,
1: Colin, that's well said by you. Thank you. And Kyle Lowry, you know, yesterday uh, played with the Raptors. The Raptors get the win again at Denver. I mean, again, what is going on in Denver? Raptors have been awful. But let's give you straight talk by direct, straight talk, wireless. Here's Lowry after the game, talking about whether or not it is his final game as a Raptor.
2: At the end of the day, everything happens for a reason. And you can't control everything, you know, in some situations you can. But everything, you know, every decision that has happened that I have had a you know, choice in doing, it's worked out for me very well. Everything will be fine. At the end of the day, everything will be fine no matter what happens.
1: That's Straight Talk, Brad. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Could be the final game. He could be traded today.
2: A couple of destinations to keep an eye on Miami, Philadelphia, maybe even the Clippers. Look, Kyle Lowry wants to win another championship. And the one thing I respect about Kyle Lowry is he's always a first-class individual. Even when they had that situation uh, with a couple of owners uh, that came out and said some difficult remarks a couple of years ago, Mm -hmm. him and I were literally DMing back and forth about the whole scenario. And um, I think regardless of whether he leaves or not, He'll probably leave. Masai Ujiri will bring Kyle Lowry back so he can retire as a Toronto Raptor, have his number retired as well. And, I mean, look – He's indebted to that community. Drake yeah. FaceTimed him yesterday during, during the yes. press conference, right? <laughs> yeah. That goes yeah. to show you how much that right. community, hearing guys like Colin from Toronto, a caller that just called in, that's how much T. Dot loves him.
0: Yeah. Loves him. And that's the thing. Whenever an uh, athlete leaves and you can't remember where he was before, you know, he embodies and embraces you know what it is to be a Raptor. You know, and I think, you know, he did it the right way, right? He, he, he he trained his replacement, right? He, I, he know I got to go, but Fred Van what Fleek. he's done for yes. Van Fleet to really make him step his game up and let him know that it was possible for him to become a star. It doesn't matter how you come in this league. It's how you leave it.
1: All right, so Draymond Green, by the way, when we talk about players who have had impact on their franchises, he says he's the best defensive player in NBA history. Come on, son. But does he crack Jay's round ball rankings?
0: Jay Will <laughs> with his KJZ. Hey, Namdi's a great actor though. That was a great movie he did. That was that was a big that's time. I'm um, yes. that, That's
1: that's one of the. That's <laughs> in the dinosaur family, I believe, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like T Rex is wild all T Rex is I can scratch with this one <laughs> and that one.
2: <laughs> but it's a little. It's like a little yeah. Chihuahua bark. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> Yo, for real. Matter of fact, hold up, Tannenbaum. We have Tannenbaum on the show all the damn time. Oh. He never gave me my rebate back. If we didn't get him, wow. I gave money back. He never gave my money back. You never got your rebate? Yeah, you know, he oh man. You know what? I'm gonna cash that <laughs> you ticket text in. text him right hey, now. Hey, no, no. Woody, Chris had my money. I'm coming looking for you. You know <laughs> right. where I? I know where you live, Woody Johnson. <laughs> I'm
2: so glad you guys went to a single shot when <laughs> yeah. Bart had to address yeah. the camera. Yeah, That's I forgot, right, Bart. Yeah, I forgot. I'll you get up. your money. Listen, I told you, like I'll, I'll pull, pull up. up the same
0: way these habitual line steppers on these internets,
2: IP addresses. Yep. I know where Woody lives. They <laughs> try to give me with that all the time. where you give somebody twenty dollars and be like, oh, this is what the price is. Try you know, short change you five cents. I'm like, yo, you owe me five cents, Don't short change me my money. I, I'm, I got the calculator out. Yeah, we don't know, round up. Change? Why are we rounding yeah. up what's around
1: the here? here? Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah. They I never. They, five they never please. think you gonna mail that rebate in, Woody. I'm gonna mail this in, bro. I need that. There's something about guys from
1: Michigan, I think. In this, <laughs> the. Uh, <laughs> The amount of brashness that comes with it. There's Bart wanting to get his rebate from ten years ago, and then there's of course Draymond Great Green interest. Why would you wait so long, though? I just it, it just it just, it hits just you See, that's an athlete like, problem. No, I t- y'all I, been hit too many I, times. Like, it just clicked I, ten know, years I later.
0: Gave, I gave money back. It <laughs> just remembered. We got Antonio Cromartie, and now he was cheaper than 90. Bart, you're a defensive player.
1: You're a defensive minded guy. Draymond Green, also a defensive player. You both are from Michigan. There's something in the water there. There's something going on in Michigan. Yeah, we know what's in the water. Yeah, that's not. Y'all not go down that. <laughs> that was that was probably dark. a yeah. poor poor choice of words on my part, and I apologize. Well, Draymond Green believes he is the best defender, not just in the league today, not just maybe in this era. He thinks in of all time. Take a listen to what he said on Dubs Talk, NBC Sports Bay Area.
4: I think I'm the best defender to ever play this game in the NBA. Do you? my 100%. That's my opinion. I also think I view the game a lot differently than most people view the games. I, I think I just see it from a different perspective. I think when you look at the things that make a great defender, reaction time, toughness, being able to see the picture long before it developed. And most importantly, in order to finish a defensive possession, you got to rebound. And I, you know, I think I rebound well. And so, uh, you know, when I look at all the all the facets that make up the, the defensive side of the ball, I think I am I think I'm great in every facet that makes up that side of the ball. And so I think I'm the best defender to ever play in the NBA. And I stand by that, I'll put myself up against anyone. Let
2: me explain real quick. That that that's Draymond Green's superpower. Yeah,
0: that's his alter ego.
2: He believes in himself to a point that is not realistic, but that's how he's overachieved. The answer to that question is, hell no, no
1: though.
2: Hell no. Now one of the greatest trash talkers of all time, mm-hmm. we should come up with that list tomorrow. I like that huh. list. Like I, I there would be a lot, list list. a lot of Michigan he's people on that list. He's on that list. But if you want my real list, Alan, for top defenders oh, in do, NBA history. we go Jay's round ball rankings? Let's do some round ball rankings I like here. it. Ooh. I
0: like it. Top defenders
2: so, in NBA history, Top go. defenders in NBA history. Here we go.
0: Take a sip. Number
1: five. Jay's Roundball Rankings brought to you by Dell for your small business needs. Call a Dell Technologies Advisor today. Ask ask
2: 877-ASK-DELL. Take it away. Let's go, Dell. Let's get this thing started. Number five. The worm. Swiggle swiggle swiggle. He's number five. He's number five. Yes, the worm is number five. And I'm talking about the defensive catalyst for the Pistons, the bad boys. Yes. I know Bart. Yeah, not the Bulls. Not not the Bulls, the Pistons. The Pistons. Yes. Don't get Carl Thomas on me. Emotional. It's okay. Look, (laughs) he's and he battled against several all time great forwards, power forwards, however you want to categorize these guys, Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Sean Kemp, back-to-back Defensive Player of the Year, 1990, 1991, all-defensive team, seven times. Now, I got to tell y'all, I hear some incredible stories about him wanting to box people out telling him where he was going to box people out mm-hmm. and telling them he was going to enjoy it while he boxed him out. Mm. The psychological warfare here <laughs> was on next level by number five. Put your pelvis on Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so awkward. Phrasing. Really but that's that. what he did. Yes, That's number five. Here we go. Next up. Number four. No, 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 no. Not today. Not today. You've seen the commercials. You've seen the finger swagging his point. I mean, the Kimbe Matumbo. Come on, Matumbo. I mean, the most menacing shot blocker throughout his career in the history. Led the NBA in blocks for three straight seasons. Three straight seasons, Bart. Second all time on the block shots list. One of two players in league history to claim Defensive Player of the Year for times the sides the frame the movement of his feet i give him a lot of credit for this i don't people don't say how good he was with the feet i mean i don't know if that's a soccer thing that he did growing up but his feet were incredible the footwork was next level love it number three
0: number three
2: university of central arkansas what where my wait directional school my
0: my cousin arkansas
2: they're related your cousin
0: you know that right
1: why are you related? Yes.
0: My, my, you and Scotty Pippen are related? My mate name, family maiden name is P-I-P-P-E-N. I,
2: didn't, I never knew this. Can we call him on the show? Can we yeah. bring him on the show because you guys are related? I ain't never talked to him. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that we at have
1: that. To have, we uh, have to have Maury Povich in here. Can I also tell you that?
2: He, yes. He, who was the father? <laughs> are you cousins? <laughs> the test says. <laughs> and now we're cyber. sorry. Um not only played for University of Central Arkansas, did you know he was also their team manager when he first started Yes, off? that's right. Yeah, that is He the was story. their team he grew. He was managed, hilarious. grew seven that's inches. 12, never 12, named person. defensive player of the year in the league. Wow. What? Yeah. Never wow. named defensive player of the year in the league. Made Michael Jordan better. You know all the championships that he won. But I will also tell you this. I mean, this guy, all defensive first team, seven times. Mm. Seven times. 7'3", wingspan, everywhere you needed him to be, did all the dirty work. Bulls did him dirty sometimes with this contract. Mm, Sometimes. Yeah, a lot of times. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not throwing shade on Jerry Reinsdorf. He's my guy. We all live and we learn. Um, But still. His agent
1: didn't help me either. That's really where it started early on.
2: MJ should have helped them too. MJ, put your people on. It's a whole other okay, story. Get back on the That's track. number three. Let's get back on the track. Respect the Scottie Pippen and the family you love. Where's you more, more than we need though. him
0: now. Everybody in my family got that nose. So. All right. All
2: right. Who's, who's now, next?
1: Man, if Scottie Pippen and, and the worm are off this list already, and Kembe. who's at the top?
0: Number
2: two. Sometimes I dream. Nope, not that one. <laughs> Hakeem, the dream. Ooh. Elijah one. Hakeem, a dream. Elijah one. Two-time Defensive Player of the Year, one of only four players in NBA history to record a quadruple-double. Damn. Ten blocks multiple times. Y'all can't see the picture. I mean, but Akeem was everywhere. Led the league in block shots three times over a four-year span. And he's the NBA all-time blocks leader. I mean, we know about him as the footwork. We know about him as the soft touch around the rim. dream shake. Yeah, Mm. that shake just the shoulders put it on him just mixing stuff up Mm. in the bowl of juices put him in the blender i mean that's what he did but the the defensive tenacity was at a different level yeah and people don't understand he was the backbone of those houston Rockets teams defensively he's the reasons why they were always next level so So that's number two who's number one Do we drunk? number one we're paying homage man pay homage bill russell
1: yes legend
2: bill russell it might be hard for you to get on board with this but he was a defensive artiste, ah, a defensive artiste. The, the league didn't start recording block shots as an official stat until 1973-74. <laughs> My man already been in the league for a very long time, yeah. and I already that's that's his signature thing. Now I know people are gonna say, "Well, look who he was playing against." He was a trendsetter. Yeah, he was a pioneer. He blazed the path. We're not talking about all the other things yeah. that Bill Russell has yeah. done because I can go on for days about how he's really been one of these staples of where we are. Exactly. I mean, he was the player coach on teams as well. Tree Rollins, But but defensively, 11-time NBA champion, 12-time All-Star, but defensively, living legend. Legend, No doubt. Living legend. Put respect on his name.
1: Absolutely. And I'm glad you put him number
2: one. Because people have to
1: understand what what he was all about as a player. And it wasn't just – you know, we see a lot of the highlights. It's him just scoring around the basket. I mean, the, the athleticism that he had for his size in that era. Yeah. People also understand in that era, you didn't see someone that size with that type of athleticism. He had it. Yeah. But what he did that was remarkable, that became something that a lot of players later on it, it would start to emulate, is that when he blocked the shot, he kept it in play. Yeah. Yes, yep. like we'll This guy's it. not blocking it and it just goes out of bounds or yeah. blocks it and, and tips it away. He would block it and keep it yeah. and yeah. then start the break. Yeah. at 69 610 yeah. by himself yeah. you know you like know, when you yeah. saw that coming down the court at you yeah yeah, you're like Get out of the way. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's a freight train. That's like so, an avatar. Yeah. He different. was yeah. he was not only the stopper, the defensive stopper. He was also part of the break that turned yeah. the turnover or the or the defense into points. Yeah. And that's what made him such a remarkable player. And the, one of the great all around players of all time in NBA history. And he never gets credit yeah. for that. Great what, passer, yep. great scorer, great defender.
0: He's the Deacon Jones of basketball, mm. right? Because Ooh, they didn't one. keep socks. That's a really sacks. Good one. For football. So, like, if you, I, I would hope that somebody can go back and go through all the film that's available and be able to move his stats up and go back and get his blocks. Cause I think, you know, it's appropriate. We can do that. You know, but Jay, I love you. And listen, I, listen, you forgot more basketball than I've ever,
2: I would ever know. What, who do I miss? Who did I miss? Come on, you man. I'm from the D, man. Hey, where's Ben oh, Wallace ben up Wallace. in this thing, son? Uh, uh, ben Wallace is right there in the cup for me. It was hard. I'm with you on. I'm with you on. Like, ben. Do you have honorable mention? If you had honorable mention, yeah, Ben okay, oh, Wallace mean, would be on. Ben okay, okay, would mention. Okay. The glove, Gary, the Payton. glove, GP would be on there, right? Michael okay. would be on Michael there, Michael Jordan, sure. MJ would be on there. And we can do an honorable mention okay, list. Okay, yeah. Honorable I mean, mention. Ben Wallace is right there. It was just yeah, you know, I was just, going through it last night, and there were so many incredible yeah.
0: names. If Warhammer's five, then that's that's a tough list to crack. I know. I hear you, but but I noticed Draymond is not on that list.
2: Can I, I go back to something about Draymond? Go ahead. I think Ben Simmons is a better defensive player than Draymond. Is Clay? I I think Clay's a better defensive player than Draymond. I think Kawhi Leonard is a better defensive player than Draymond. I think Rudy Gobert is a better defensive player than Hmm. Draymond. So I I hear what Draymond's saying. He definitely gets the most out of his ability. And his ability to think the game is next level. But I I, I don't see him as being the best defensive player in today's game. Yet alone in the history of the game.
0: He just erased your smile Bright code. You can't get your grill fixed on him now no more. Uh, but it's love because this
2: is what makes got, this is why got I, I love Draymond. But think
0: about this. Right. He's a guy that's an undersized
1: big who got $100 million mm. for effort. Exactly. Effort and intelligence. A skill. Effort and intelligence. Those are the two things. Because basketball skill, if you ever seen him shoot, you're going to – Yes. That's gross. Right? When he shoots the basketball, yeah. it's not pretty. Yeah. He's, not, he's, not a gr- he's not a great anything with Whoa. the basketball – but without the basketball, he's high motor and high IQ. <laughs> he has and a great made a lot IQ. Of money one of the best great
0: IQs in that. the game today. I don't know why. I don't but, know why when Allen act like he's about to throw up and made me think about Bruce Bowens. I don't <laughs> know understand why. But you know, Bruce Bowens Bruce Bones another well. player Bruce, Yeah, you yeah, 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 also player, consider, a yeah. okay. guy that they rules Bill, well. Bill not born. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah. say yeah. ESPN. We got Scotty a couple of. It's co- your family member. Yeah. How about that? Let's grab a call or two here. As the trade deadline's coming later on today. Allen, Wisconsin, though, has beef with Bart. Here we go. It's Uh-oh. early. Let's get into it's it. It's too early for beef, man. No let, me drink Let's some, go. let me drink
0: some caffeine because I can get ready for this. One.
5: Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. What's up, Al? Um, first of all, you all do a wonderful job. And, uh, Jay, you also let him know my heart uh, felt condolences to our guy, Keisha. Thank you,
2: brother. We appreciate that,
5: man. And um, you said something earlier. And i got to get this out. I've been pretty patient and waited. Mm, okay. Put the brakes on the nets, please, for this reason. We have a team that has gotten together, just like how LeBron got together with Bosch and Wade. We have a team that has not established anything together as winners within themselves other than individual talent. We've bypassed Philly. We've bypassed Milwaukee. And we've automatically crown them waiting for everybody to be healthy. Once these guys get to playing together, we do not know under crunch time if they're going to share, if egos are going to take over. We don't know.
2: Wait, Al, Al, can I interrupt you for a second? Do we know in crunch time if Giannis has the ability to close things out in the Eastern Conference? Because I haven't seen that before. Do you know that for a fact? Okay, this is what we do know. That's not going to be the issue in
5: Milwaukee. He has changed of his inside game oh, he's not on. going Ow. to
2: be the part not going <laughs> Ow. To be- Ow. I-, I, only have, I only have things to reference on that I've seen over the years. Yes, Milwaukee is playing better and I like the addition of Drew Holiday when he's healthy but you can't tell me that's not a main concern the scouting report is out when you see the Bucks in the Eastern Conference playoffs. Like until they can beat that, that has to be a formidable way of a worry for you is it not? That'd be the go-to person. See, when you begin to really play
5: team ball and you take away the ball from Giannis and you don't have a team that has to just mandate who is the go-to person, then you open up options. And they have found out that the things that Giannis can't do, we're not going to try to make him do. Mm -hmm. Let's surround ourselves with a team that they will not know who it would be that they will have to hold down. Now, that doesn't mean that that will work but I'm much more confident in a different type of playoff play from the Bucks, as well as I am with a tested Philadelphia. And I think those are going to be the two teams that you have to look at opposed to, the Nets. I really don't think the Nets are going to make the uh, the Eastern Conference Finals at all.
1: Wow. Al, I'll tell you what. If that does happen, that wow. will certainly be a story, yeah, and we'll call and call back. Yeah, That's please a strong discuss that. Now, I respect right. you. I Just respect understand, you in the seven games that the big three of the Nets have played together, they're five and two. That, that we do know. We also know that when Kyrie and, and James are on the floor together at the same time, they had won fifteen of seventeen games. So they, they have had, We've seen the success already, and we've also seen them share the basketball. But he's right. Playoff time? Different it could be different. We shall see. No doubt about it. We appreciate the calls. Keep them coming. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Pro- Progressive's home quote explorer, changing the way you buy home insurance. Now you can go online, get a custom quote, and save both time and money. Learn more at Progressive.com. Let's go from A to Z. From A
0: to Z. Come on, good snap. Hey. I don't know how you snap. My hand's too hey. greasy for that. <laughs> Stop you got putting on you, so much lotion, you man. You, you can't got extra lotion. Can't it's KJZ, because, presented dark, by I'm Progressive Insurance.
1: Alan Hahn, Bart Scott, in with Jay Will. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. So, how about this story? Justin Heron, the Patriots tackle. Oh. So he's being hailed as a hero by police for helping stop a sexual assault. Imagine this: so he's the Tempe, Arizona Police Department is 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 honoring Heron, who helped stop an assault in a local park four days ago. Wow. Police said a 30-year-old suspect was seen Saturday pushing a 71-year-old retired teacher to the ground while attempting to remove her pants. That's when Heron and his second man, Murray Rogers, intervened. Now, Heron's a 2026-round pick from Wake Forest. He played 12 games last season, started six, and he's been training in Arizona. Can you imagine if a 300-pound tackle just shows up when you're trying to do something criminal? I I mean. Right place, right time,
0: and he does the right thing, and he's a hero for it. I'm glad stories like this get out because we see so many other negative stories, but it's it's guys that do tremendous things and guys that put themselves in harm's way Mm -hmm. to do what's right. I mean... You know, you see, when you see somebody like that, you see your grandmother, you see your mother, you would hope that somebody will intervene and step in. Too often, sometimes people say, yeah. this is not it's not yeah. my business, it's not my business. I'm glad that he stepped in, man. I'm sure that that lady is grateful and his family, her family is grateful as well.
2: Well, respect. I mean, with that size and that frame, I'm probably stepping in too. If you're a smaller guy, yeah. you're like, ah, right. I want to yeah. help. Like, what happened? I want to, like, uh, let me help least. by 9 right? But, like, but, right. I, I respect that. But sometimes that.
1: your instincts kick in, and they certainly did for him respect. as a protector, yeah. and that's what he did. And one A story that is so uh, a good story there. Not a great one here, though, in the NHL. Uh, So, an NHL official was is has now been removed after he made this remark that was caught on a hot mic. So, this is Tim Peel, a longtime NHL official who was going to retire this season. A hot mic caught him uh, during Tuesday night's Predators Red Wings game, talking about uh, a a penalty that he kind of already he anticipated calling or wanted to call. See if you can listen closely. They've, that hot Mike picked up him saying it or admitting it.
4: It wasn't much, but
1: I wanted to get a yeah. penalty against Nashville early. I wanted to get a penalty against Nashville early. He yeah, was is determined sh- to do it. It was actually a dive. It looked like a dive. He calls it anyway. It didn't factor in the game at all. But the point is him saying it, being caught saying it, is a major issue. And the league basically said, okay, he's done. He was going to retire, but he's done. Emily Kaplan, That's ESPN crazy. NHL reporter, on SportsCenter talked about the reaction uh, to the firing of Tim Peel after it from around the league.
4: Matt DeShane of the Predators basically came out and said today, there's no place for this in our game. Though I got a lot of players and coaches saying that they thought the punishment was a little harsh and they were defending Tim Peel. One player even told me that game management or makeup calls are commonplace in the NHL. Tim Peel just happened to get caught. Now, the NHL does not allow its officials to talk to pool reporters after game, and that can allow to a lack of accountability and also an air of mystery. A couple years ago, I was able to write a story about officials, it was a Big deal to get it approved by the NHL. And I'm surprised to find that a lot of these guys would welcome the opportunity to talk to fans and explain themselves and also show that they are human. I'll end you with this talking to folks around the league today, it does not sound like the NHL has any appetite to change its officiating
3: program.
1: What do you think of the idea of the makeup call that seems to exist? Again, Tim Peel has been a referee in the NHL for since nineteen ninety nine. I was covering the league back then, I know Tim Peel. Yeah. Like it, it's he's been there a long time. It's like that unwritten thing that nobody talks. Well, oh, it's a, it's a makeup call.
0: Of course. Two things. But Number one, I think,
2: I think all refs should be mic'd because I want to hear conversations that happen in real time. Interesting. I also think that refs should do post-game pressers to explain themselves for a couple of calls. It's that maybe they didn't have to explain themselves before in the game. As it relates to no calls or things of that sort, Bart, you and I know this about makeup calls. This has always been the case. Of course. He just got caught. 'cause he was stupid oh, enough to say it with a live mic on, but refs always what's do this the, what's if there's the beef. It was a mic cr- it was a mic. He wasn't mic'd up.
1: It was a mic that oh, was Mike. off the rink off that off just happened to-, happen to catch it. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. Right.
0: See, but that's crazy though, man, because you think about like when when teams are testy this is a rivalry game, like especially when it used to be like the Ravens against the uh against the Steelers, they knew what time it was. They're like, listen, let's get this game under control now because it can go off the rails. Lots. And so if they start pushing and start talking Throw an early flag to let them know we ain't going for this this game because I ain't getting between these big. Yeah, that's dudes a lot different. People swing it. But
1: I've, I've always felt like this. In the NHL, in, in the not as much, but in the NBA, I always felt like there's momentum officiating. That sometimes even the officials get caught up You're in the human. momentum of a game or whatnot. Sure. It is human, but that's part of the human element. But here's a story that certainly caught everybody's Let's attention. It's going to go find me for them, Another man. story catching everybody's attention Tom Brady. Did he make the Bucks the new Patriots? We'll talk about that next. KJZ,
0: ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio.